With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. The letters of the Bible. We're in Romans chapter 8. Remember to use the King James Version Bible. We ask the Father for the wisdom the knowledge, and understanding in the name of Jesus as we go through Romans chapter 8. We're picking it up in verse 9. Paul's letting us know there is a difference between believers and non-believers. Verse 9, But ye are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man hath not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the Spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his Spirit that dwelleth in you." Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. For if you live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Now, it is interesting that churches, Christians, pastors, all use these verses and say something that's not there. Paul's talking about conditions, okay? Paul says, going back to verse 9, Paul says, we are not acting in the flesh, but being led by the Spirit of God. That's right. As believers, there is a condition that Paul is going to explain here in verse 9, and there is a question answered. So I want us to read verse 9. So, it says, but ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit, condition, if so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. So Paul says, if the spirit of God dwells in you, then you will be led by the spirit of God. So you understand he's talking about we have a choice. If your actions are flesh actions, then the Spirit of God has left you, for flesh is the enemy of God. So those that say 
the question answered here is, does the Spirit of God leave us? And I've heard so many Christians, preachers and teachers and pastors and elders and people say, no, the Spirit of God is always with us. Well, if the Spirit of God was always with us and we were being led by the Spirit, then we would not be doing flesh things. So the answer to the question, the true answer is yes. When we are doing flesh things and continue to do flesh things, and that's all we're doing is flesh things, sorry, God ain't going to hang around with that type of a person. Flesh is sin, and the Spirit of God does not dwell with sin. Paul continues in verse 9, and he says, So if you are doing flesh things, you have removed yourself from the presence of God. It's that simple. Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, which of course is the Spirit of God, he is none of his. It's talking about removing the Spirit of God from you, not following what Jesus did. He was our example. Paul continues in verse 10 to let us know, if we have the mind of Christ to think and act as Christ did, he was our example, then your flesh body has no control over you, and so you will not sin. So, See what it says, verse 10, and if Christ be in you, you're following what Jesus taught you, you're doing as Jesus did, the body is dead because of sin, because you're doing what Jesus did, okay? But the spirit is life because of righteousness. Paul is talking about our actions in all that he has been saying in chapter 8. It's what we're doing. That's how we know what's going on. So here's a question. How do we know if the Spirit of God is in us? The answer I just told you, it's by our actions. Don't let these churches and preachers deceive you and say, doesn't matter what you do once you're a believer, anything you do is Because you have the Spirit of God, it's from God. Not true. Flesh things have nothing to do with God. That's like those people that think that just because they serve food in a um, bread line and give food to people, well, I'm giving food to people, so that's the Spirit of God working through me. No, sorry, Jesus didn't do that. The only food that Jesus gave people was with a miracle. It was made out of nothing. So if that's what you're doing, then that's great. Then that's the Spirit of God. But if all you're doing is going down to the local A&P and getting food and bringing it and preparing it and then having people come and eat, that has nothing to do with God. Okay? Paul continues in verse 10 to explain, if you're being led by the Spirit of God, then you will be righteous. That's what he said. We just read it. You'll be righteous. If you're being led by the Spirit of God, you're going to be righteous. 
and continuing to be led of the Spirit through your lifetime, you will receive eternal life one day. You don't have it now. Of course not. Nobody does. We will get eternal life. Okay? Paul continues in verse 11 and explains who the Spirit is and what that one did. So verse 11 says, But if the Spirit of him that raised up Jesus, that's talking about the Spirit of God, from the dead, God raised Jesus from the dead, if the Spirit of God dwells in you, okay, that's what he's talking about. So Paul says, If the Spirit of God, we know God raised Jesus from the dead, if the Spirit of God dwells in you, then your spirit will be able to communicate with the Spirit of God, and you will do what is righteous in the eyes of God. You have the ability to do that. Okay, that's what Paul is talking about. We have a choice to follow the flesh or follow the Spirit of God as believers. We have a choice. Paul explains in the next verse the difference between believers and non-believers. So, in the next verse, which is verse 12, let's read it. It says, Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. So, we have a choice to follow the flesh or follow the Spirit of God. Paul is, explains that. In verse 12, Paul says, non-believers, a lot of people haven't thought about this, but think about it. Non-believers have to do as the flesh wants. They have no choice. They are in bondage to it. Have you ever thought about that? Absolutely. But believers have been freed from the flesh. They have access to the Spirit of God. If they choose to follow the Spirit of God, they can do that. Now, Paul continues again in 13 for those Christians that think that we can never sin again. Pentecostals think that. Verse 13. Paul's talking to believers, not non-believers, believers. And it says, for if ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. That's simple. In verse 13, by showing believers they choose what their action shall be, Paul says, if you choose to follow the flesh as a believer, you will not receive eternal life. You're going to get thrown into the lake of fire with all the other people that are non-believers. And you're a believer. Paul says, but if you choose to be led by the Spirit of God, then you will not be doing flesh things and you will receive eternal life one day. So he continues and he says, but if, a condition, if ye through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. So believers have a choice. They are either going to follow the flesh and do what the flesh wants or listen to the Spirit and do what God wants. And 
Paul repeats things to make sure there is no misunderstanding. Yet, the church has misunderstood it, many denominations. Paul tells us in verse 14 again, if ye are led by the Spirit of God, then you are a son of God. It is interesting that Paul keeps repeating this over and over again. You've got to understand that he's repeating it all through chapter 8. He wants us to understand that we, as believers, have a choice. So verse 14 says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So, as a believer, if you choose to listen to the Spirit of God and do as God directs you to do, then you're one of his, you're a son of God. In verse 15, Paul says, As believers, we have been set free from the bondage of flesh which those that do not believe only have the lake of fire to look forward to. So 15 says, For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. Okay? So the bondage, spirit of uh, bondage, is to the flesh. It means that the, those that are non-believers, the only place that they can look forward to as non-believers because all they can do is do what the flesh wants. And we know flesh is sin, and doing things in the flesh is the enemy of God. You can't please God in the flesh. So all they have to look forward to is getting into the lake of fire. That's it. But we're not like that. As believers, we have been given access to the Spirit of God, and we can be righteous, and God will accept us into his family. You understand? You're not automatically a part of his family. He is our father as he was Jesus' father. We can call him father as believers. Non-believers are still in bondage to the flesh, and they cannot call God their father. So you see verse 15 continues, and it says, For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. So because you're a believer, you can call God Father. Verse 16, Paul is showing us an important part or important information that we need to understand. The spirit itself bears witness with our spirit. You see the two different spirits there? One is the spirit of God and one is our spirit. All humans have a spirit that we are the children of God. In verse 16, Paul explains as believers, our human spirit can communicate with the spirit of God so our spiritual eyes are open and we can see and hear things the non-believer can't. It's, I've never thought about it, but, you know, that's the way it is. They can't. You could talk to a non-believer until you're blue in the face, and they could never understand. Let's go to Matthew 13. Matthew 13. Jesus told us about this. He told the disciples what was going on. 
So Matthew 13, and we're going to go to verse 10. And the disciples came and said unto him, Why speakest thou unto them in parables? He answered and said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. So, as you can see, it is not given to everyone to understand. Believers can understand, non-believers cannot. So we know we are the children of God because we have eyes to see and ears to hear, which confirms that our spirit is able to communicate with the spirit of God. And we'll pick it up next time and let Paul teach us about our inheritance as believers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.